It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What a do, what a do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Feeling good. Feeling great. Yeah? Yeah. Me too, you know man. What I mean? yeah. That makes two of us. That makes yes, more sir. of us, actually. I'm pretty sure everybody in here is feeling good, feeling yeah. great. I'm feeling blessed. You know me, yes, right? Sir. Always, yeah. always blessed. Um, and if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to this show. As I stated, this is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast we're focused on cultivating culture, right? Yep. We do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements, um, the hustlers, the shakers, right? Mm-hmm. Those who are breaking down barriers, mm-hmm. um, taking up space in a lot of different industries, right? Yep. Um, and they're really making a way, not only for all of us who are still here, but for the next generation, right? Yes, sir. Putting it down, man. I'm super excited. Um, definitely want to shout out the first-time listeners. Welcome to the family. Um, and by family, you know we got to shout out the family members, right? Mm-hmm. That's the consistent viewers, listeners, supporters of the movement. Salute to you guys. We love you guys. We thank you guys. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, man, on that note, I am feeling good, bro. I'm feeling great. Um, I love being able to come in here. You know, a lot of times these, these, this type of content, this form of content can kind of seem somewhat repetitive. Right. Um, but in our case it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. we get the, we get the privilege to come in here and really be able to uh, dive into journeys and stories of, um, I, I call people, I'll call these people culture cultivators for a reason. Right. Yeah. Um, and today's guest, I would say is definitely a brother whose work. Um, and contributions in the world of fashion, streetwear, um, and culture has really connected in a way that makes nostalgia forever relevant, right? Um, and really necessary for the future. Um, he's definitely a culture cultivator who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of insight on the brother. He's the owner and operator of the Pacific Northwest staple and legendary home for fashion, streetwear, vintage, uh, throwbacks Northwest, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you know, you know, right? Yeah. And if you don't, Please get familiar. Yeah. Right? You, will, you will get familiar. Yeah. Um, a little bit in more, uh, just to go a little bit more deeper on what, what that means, especially for this region, um, you know, with decades of expertise, you know, and contributions, his work kind of speaks for itself, really, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in true fashion, the nostalgia they provide is not only preserving history, but it's really keeping memories and moments protected, right? Yeah. Um, and it's, he's doing it through fashion, through culture, right? And then mm-hmm. through these pieces, um, and we're excited to to learn more about his journey, the road he's been on. Yeah. Um, we're honored to have him in the building. So let's just get straight to him, man. Our guest is none other than the good brother himself, Rio Estolas. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. Give it up, give it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much, man. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. I appreciate you. And uh, I like the way you said that. Yeah. Very elegant. Thank you, man. Man, nah, man. You know, I, what do I always say, bro? I say every good album needs a good intro. Yeah. For sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but yeah. definitely pleasure to have you. Got got it locked in. You know what sure, I mean? Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Pleasure to be here for sure. For yeah, sure. man. How you feeling? How, how's the day treating you? I'm good. I'm I'm blessed as well, man. I'm blessed up. You know what I mean? A lot of crazy things going on in the world, but mm. 
You know what I mean? Uh, thankful to be alive. Thankful to wake up. Yeah. You know I mean, glad to be here. Like I said. Yeah. Yes, sir. That man. part. That part. Um, yeah. 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 So I don't know how familiar you are with the show, brother. But what we always do is start every show to quote of the day. Okay. Right. No. Something to get the vibe right. Get the combo started. Brother man, Erm, he's the man of the quotes. Sir. What you got for us today, man? Uh, the quote of the day today is, success is not the absence of failure. It's the persistence through failure. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Same. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good one. That's really good. Um, that resonates with me a lot. Uh, I was just thinking about that. Specifically, something kind of like I feel like relates to that mm -hmm. is like, like how we need to fail more. You know what I mean? Like the youth specifically, I feel like, uh, need to know that it's okay to fail. Yeah. Like some of the most successful people have failed many times. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah, so I'm feeling that quote. Yeah, that's a yeah, I one. feel you, man. Who's that quote by, by the way? Uh, Aisha Tyler. She's an actress. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dope. yeah. So. I like that. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I like that point too. I think I heard Will Smith say, he's like, you got to fail forward. You know, and I think it's really not a failure; it's a lesson. You know what I mean? It but really, it, it's, it really it's all is. perspective based. Mm -hmm. I think you gotta fail enough to understand that, though. You know, mm -hmm. I think I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but again, I feel like a lot of people just might be kind of scared. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To just take that first step yeah. because it's like, but it's like you know, I had a bunch of shops before before the current shop. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, you know that was a part of the journey, and yeah, like it's a, it's a lesson. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and yeah. and how we respond to those lessons. That's real. Is how is how we get here. That's mm -hmm. real. You know, that's what I mean? real. Um, so Rio, man. So obviously you're familiar. Our show is really about diving into people's journeys and really kind of learning about the paths they've been on. Um, but before we get into your journey, I, I am just curious. You know, with the current chapter we're in right now, it's 2023. We were just talking about before the show how fast the year has been moving, but like. How would you describe kind of the current chapter you're in right now? Like just present day, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Uh it's man, a lot of work the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. It's like uh it's just an everyday thing. You know what I mean? Being present in the day to day working. Um like you said earlier when we were talking, it's just like time is just moving by. Mm -hmm. I think cause it's just like getting up and working on you know, constant projects, a yeah. bunch of different projects, being consistent. And, um, and a lot of times it's like we don't get enough time to celebrate, mm. like, That's real. all the projects. It's That's like real. I'm, I'm trying to, like, remember sometimes, like, all the projects that we actually did this last year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's like we just keep working. Um, and it's been working doing it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, thankfully. Um, but, no, things are good, man. Um I'd have, thankfully have to say the best they ever been this year mm. um, in the business, um, despite like so much that's been going on in the last few years. And, yeah. Um, you know, going back to before I moved to the current location, um, you know, there was times when like a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So um, very thankful to be doing as well as I am mm -hmm. in the in the current climate and, you know, getting through covid and yeah protest situation yeah mm -hmm. um yeah but uh yeah no things are good man great space we just, we just we just keep keep moving keep working yeah um you know we'll see we'll sounds see. like it sounds like a real like just space of gratitude For real. it is i'm i'm feeling that more than uh 
ever also, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's I feel like as I as I mature, certain things are more important than others. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's real. At at one time I was like, man, I'm just trying to do like trying to have the dopest spot, trying to like, you know, take on every project. Now it's like learning uh what to say no to. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like our time is so valuable. Mm-hmm. The only thing, you know what I mean? One of the most valuable commodities that we have yeah. is our time. That's so right. it's how do we use that on, right. on a day-to-day basis. Um, and that's that's something that, like, early on, you know what I mean, what kind of helped me, you know what I mean, utilizing the plan mm-hmm. on a day-to-day, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. having things lined up, knowing knowing what you're going to do. Um, and, again, like, starting out, it's like, you know, just taking steps daily yeah. to get to wherever you want to go to. Yeah. Um, it's been something that helped me personally, personally, yeah. but um, yeah. yeah, that's dope. That's dope, bro. Um, but let's take it back a little bit. Um, let's talk about like your upbringing, your early life, early influences. Um, For you sure. know, just elaborate on that a little For bit. For sure. Um, man, it's a, it's been such a long journey. Um, to think back, really, like where it all kind of started. Mm-hmm. It really was really early on. I was like, I was telling somebody, I was telling somebody recently that like. And I was like five years old, and I was I was like had an imaginary flea market in the in my backyard when mm. I was like five. Like I'm like already thinking about like market and clothing yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. from like a super young age. So my dad, when I was like that age, would take me to all these flea markets like in California, mm-hmm. um, like in Oakland, San Jose, all through the Bay Area. That's where I'm originally from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would go to all these markets and uh, just learn the value of old things in general from, yeah. from like a very early age. Um, and then kind of was like also in the gear from like, you know, had an older brother, had an older sister. They were pretty into fashion at different times. Yeah. I was like always kind of like, that just was around me. I was yeah. just like born into it. And yeah. then like, you know, being young, uh, growing up, growing up in the hip hop, like hearing like when, when I would hear, when I heard like the first hip hop song, when I see like my brother's friend holding this box on his shoulder yeah, and I'm like super young. Yeah. That was like, that's like my earliest, like, you know, um, memory of like, of like when I think of inspiration Mm -hmm. and like what, like from the very beginning. Yeah. Like really I was into music early, you know, in in high school. Okay. Um, for a long time and, uh, was in a group and, uh, was just we mostly did music at home. Yeah, you know what I mean, was like was super into it. Was super passionate. That was like the love at the yeah. time. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, I had a, had a, had a, my son. Uh, my son's nineteen now, and had, okay. I had a, had a son at like uh, like twenty eight. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm I feel like I'm kind of moving around. Now. Yeah, no, no, no you're it's good. all good, bro. You're good. But yeah. trying to trying to tell the story, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, so I was I was doing music, and then like. I guess I was always in the gear, backtracking on that. It was um, it, you. It sounds like you were just surrounded by it. Like a lot of times, you know, like you kind of have to go looking for the things that right, 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 right. It's like it seems like you were just in the mix of everything. I really was. Thankfully, yeah. that's like I was surrounded by it. Um, you know, late seventies, early eighties, what to late eighties, growing up in San Francisco, so much culture, so much diversity um, around me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also like city of like hustle you know what i mean so that was kind of like embedded from an early age yeah um i'm I'm, I'm also curious um i did read i was reading an article 
that you um, were interviewed on, and uh, you you mentioned you did mention your your mo- uh, your sister and your and your and your dad, and how they were into that the vintage space or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, but I also yeah. read that they were actually selling vintage as well, right? Yep. At, yep, at yep. one point, so yeah, like, yeah. can you talk about like what that meant for you at that age and like? Yeah, I just you, you know I, like me being super young, it's just something that I had to do. Like I had to go to the to the market at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my dad, he was like, yeah. you know, I just had to, it would have, like, I didn't have a choice, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, but going and going so frequently, I started to learn the value of, like, like what this is, what this is. Um, my, my first piece that I actually flipped and sold, I was like, man, I was like, I would say like eight years old. I actually bought a lowrider bike and then sold the chain re- uh, steering wheel off the lowrider bike. For like more than the bike cost, so that what? was like literally the first thing oh, I ever, like the first thing cold. I ever sold. Yeah, you know I mean? that's called. It's like I didn't even know about like it's a hustler right there. Vintage, really, or like yeah. hustling is just what was like around me and and what was going on. And so, um, yeah, that was just you know at one point I was selling women's purses just because I knew how to do that and the value and of that, the and, that, and that was the hustle. You know what I mean? Because my sister sells like more women stuff. She was mm-hmm. selling like furs and collectibles and mm-hmm. like i was around that too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so just just got all that knowledge you know what i mean from a very early age yeah um and like like you said yeah i was just it was just kind of around me and it's just what i was born into yeah and then moving on i just kind of always been into gear um and just inspired by all the hip-hop music that was around me and that i was really into and like when i moved up here it was like a lot of people would be like, "Where did where did you get that? Where did where, where did you get that jacket? Where did you get that shirt? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where did mm-hmm. you get?" And I used to do a lot a lot of my gear came from like places in San Francisco, and they didn't have like gear like that available mm-hmm. up here. Yeah. Um. Uh, moving on. Um. Trying to think back, like like people would come to my house and like borrow gear. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In high school, it's yeah. just like always been like into gear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was an era though. Mm-hmm. Um, do kid, I don't know if kids still do that. Do they still? Yeah, like, I wonder, right? I'm, 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 I remember I used to. <laughs> I don't even think I kept some of my stuff for longer than I don't know, maybe a few months. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, let's trade. Yeah. I'm, I'm trading all day. You know. That's dope. No, I wish I had some of that out. stuff yeah. still, but I, I didn't really keep. You know what I mean? That stuff from high school. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, to get to get back, I guess to the to the starting of um, when like the business started. You yeah. Know what I mean? First thing was like. Okay, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just uh, buying and selling stuff, just wherever I could. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm setting, I'm going to barber shops on the weekend, um, pulling up from like Everett to the Central District to the South End, mm-hmm. and I got shoes in the trunk, I got jerseys in the trunk. Um, that I was doing that pretty consistent for quite a while. And then, like, started having, like, places where I could have racks in barbershops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, like, that goes, like, way back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, first shop I actually ever had was in 2004 called Officials Urban Clothing. Okay. Carried, like, LRG, Fat Farm. Um, Throwbacks. Rock yeah. Aware, Eve's Line, Fetish. You had, you had, you had the goods, bro. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was, like, I was, like, it's still learning, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I yeah. went to Vegas, tried to figure out how to get accounts over there mm-hmm. at the Magic Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, all along, you know what I mean? I had I had uh, been working full-time, you know yeah. what I mean? I had, like, yeah. another job, but I t- did, like, a four-hour 
four 12-hour days and yeah. then worked the other three in the shop and had, like, a partner. The crazy thing is I actually wanted to do vintage at the time, like, in 2004. Okay. But my partner didn't want to do vintage because it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't popping as yeah. much. You know what I yeah. mean? It was still kind of, like, frowned upon. In yeah. Some I think we were looking for the new wave more so than trying to preserve. Right, 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 right. You know right. what I mean? Cause yeah, we're, yeah. I, I, the way I, not to cut you off, but I really feel it's like good. I feel like when you come out of an era like the 90s, you kind of have to live in the next era just a little bit more longer mm-hmm. and then the vintage kind of kicks in you know for sure yeah it's crazy how it always like comes back you know you kind of see like old styles like slowly coming visit it feels like it's almost like a cycle in a way you know what i mean like like now the like old school kind of baggy 90s stuffs kind of starting to creep back mm-hmm. in the mix a little mm-hmm. bit you it know? really so, is it really is yeah it really is so so take us through that because i'm curious bro like to, to do what you were doing at that time. And I remember, I you know, I was younger at that time, but I do remember, like, seeing folks such as yourself who were selling no, th- that type of merch and that type of merchandise. Like, now it's like you can, you know, create an online store, you can sell through social media, and, like, it's not the same. Take us through kind of, like, the mentality and the hustle that you had at that time to, like, balance, you know, your full-time job and still do that. Yeah, like, it's, what, a, it's a... It's, what kind it, of seeds did that plant, do you think? Man, just just a different work work ethic. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, man, any. I mean, yeah, um, man, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, different times. I'm thinking thinking about the music too. When I think yeah. you made me got me in my head for a second. Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. like we had to figure out like how to how to use this equipment. We couldn't look online. We yeah. couldn't look on Google. Yeah, there's no, you know. I got another flashback. I actually had a a page in a yellow book uh, advertisement that was oh, like yeah. half, like oh, that was man. like half a page. You know what I mean? That's big time to, to do promo. That was, man, like my, that's big time, that was like my first promo. Yeah, like in yeah. a telephone book, and then like one of the the first publica- publications was actually C Spot Cun Love. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, right. had a little my my first thing was actually DeJanero.com. Okay. It was a website. Mm-hmm. It was called it said DeJanero.com, Urban Clothing Music. Urban clothing, fashion, and music, something like that. Yeah. I don't even remember, you know what I mean? Something yeah. like that. But that yeah. was like my first little, like, like official, like, business thing, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? It was like the website. Yeah. And then, um, and then got the storefront, like I said, in 2004. But, um, yeah, had to cater, you know, had to get out there. I mean, we had to actually, actually do flyers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Had, had a mix, had multiple mix CDs. Mm-hmm. You know, DJ Supreme did a mix CD for us at that time. Mm. You know what I mean? And this other cat, Hijack, we made like a bunch of copies. We'd go out to like Summer Jam, push the copies with the website on it. Yeah. You know, we're out there pushing CDs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that was a whole other lifetime. Man. Yeah. It was, it was, it's crazy to think about. You know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes it's like people ask me about this and I don't, I don't, I don't go back as far as I'm yeah. going right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But well, like, I, th- I just think it's, I think it's uh, a lost art because it still translates, you know? Because yeah, the hustle, yeah. hustle is the hustle. For sure. Right? Things, for are, sure. things are probably way easier now than it was then. So for those who were able to kind of develop during those times, you know, it makes some of these things that we go through now like kind of like a breeze. Right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. It's it's benefits. I mean, positives and negatives. Yeah, you know what I mean to like what's going on now. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the negative. I mean, is like everything is out there. There's no the game is just like exposed more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like a little like, more saturated. Before it was like 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 you know in the bay is like they, there's a saying like the game is is is, is sold not to, not told yeah. you know what i mean but it's mm-hmm. like it's more it's more exposed than like you know people whatever they're doing they're videoing it 
So it's like going, you know, yeah. my older sister would like tell me, don't tell, don't tell them about this spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it'd be like little under spots or like yeah. little treasure chest places yeah. or like even markets. You like know a rite I mean? of passage like, kind of? I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I feel that. It's like a, like a plug, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. like a plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say, um, like, like, because you were talking about, like, nowadays and stuff. So nowadays, all the information is kind of like somebody could just Google search and stuff. So how are you really, like, where were you, I guess, seeking information? You know what I'm saying? Or, like, oh, I need to structure this stuff this way. Like, where, like you know, like, where were you really going to seek out information, really? Man, um, really, excuse me, hitting the pavement and uh, trying to go to as many events as possible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Actually meeting brands, going to places that brands were. Mm-hmm. Um, I found some like old paperwork the other day and I have lists of like every clothing line, mm. you know what I mean? From like all the urban clothing lines from like the early nineties, mm-hmm. Fat Farm, um, Pelly Pell. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, it was like a challenge to like talk to some of these people or get into a room with them because mm-hmm. you know, they had to be somewhere, you yeah. know what I mean? So like going to events, going to shows, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there'd be, like, specific events in, like, a hotel where, like, different brands set up and yep. things like that, and yep. you go and meet people. Um, but, again, you know, more just, just like, out in the field. Yeah. Hit, like I said, hitting the yeah. pa- hitting the pavement and actually just getting out there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't just look it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I feel you, because even my brother, he used to try to, he used to go to all, the, like, the mecca outlets and stuff like that, like, back in the day. I don't know, it's kind of just taking me back yeah. when you're talking about, like, actually hitting the pavement and, like, pulling up to these places, you know what I mean? So That's dope. Yeah, That's yeah, dope. yeah. Speaking of that, yeah, I used to go out there to the Mecca outlet and pack, get bags of gear. And yeah. Used yeah. to resell that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Mecca warehouse was out in Kent. A lot, yeah. a lot of this stuff that I, we're speaking about is very foundational, too. You know what I mean? It um, really is, yeah. Very, very foundational. I'm curious, though, so let's talk a little bit about kind of the transition into throwbacks northwest because i I think if anybody grew up out here they know that brand it's a a staple right um but for you to i guess approach at the time and say hey i want to add value to this and maybe take it to another level and continue the legacy like can you take us through that process a little bit for what that was like for you for sure for sure so I i was telling you earlier technically my other my other shop started in the back room of uh throwbacks northwest okay about 2000 around 2008 like the end of 2008 i walked in there started chopping it up with the original owner of throwbacks and uh and i was started off selling consignment and was just selling a ton of my stuff and his employees was like everything he's bringing in so dope all just nothing but fire and i was like selling a ton of my stuff Mm -hmm. on a consignment deal nobody was even really doing consignment like i actually created the consignment agreement the only People that were that I knew of that was doing consignment was Flight uh, Flight Club Flight Club. Okay. Oh yeah, uh, from New York with yep. shoes, mm-hmm. and so I kind of got that idea from that. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, anyways, I was uh, doing consignment that was popping, and he was like, "Man, you you selling so much shit. You might as well like rent part of the spot." Yeah. So I started renting the back room of Throwbacks mm-hmm. for like five hundred a month. Was just renting out the back room, and then uh, yeah, did that for a while. Still, like I said, had another full time gig. Um, decided to go and get my own shop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Opened up Officials Vintage. First spot was in Fremont area. Okay. 
was there for about three years, then moved to back to Capitol Hill above 35th North Skate Shop. I had a little spot in there. Okay. And that was like another three years. So mm-hmm. from 2010 to 2017, I had Officials Vintage. Okay. Uh, 2017, uh, Throwbacks, previous owner, Mark, approached me if I wanted to buy Throwback. Mm. So basically worked that deal. Mm-hmm. I was working at a corporate job. Been 15 years there. I'd already been like in those like the last couple of months that I was at that corporate job. I yeah. was like, if I could, if I could work this hard for somebody else, yeah, like how I'm doing, I, I know I could it, it could work if I do it for myself. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I bought the shop, put everything I had into that to get the shop. Took the leap, you know, left the good benefits, yeah, the cushion, you know yeah. what I mean, and took a chance to, yeah. to go 100 with the business, yeah. Um, and thankfully, you know what I mean was able to like bring it to another level. Yeah. Um yeah, my first year brought up sales um from the previous year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was printing out reports on you know, I had the record of what what the shop had done like previous years. I was mm. printing out like daily reports of what on this day was done last year and mm. we try to beat that, you know what I mean, mm. every single day. So we mm. we'd print that at the beginning of the day and be like we got to beat these numbers, mm. you know what I mean? And um so that was that was the first year and yeah. uh, was able was able to beat the previous year's numbers. Yeah, and then um, fast forward through um, what? Yeah, got COVID hit, then chop hit. We're like right in the middle of chop. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it was really challenging. I actually had had around that time opened up another spot in Tacoma, All Star Vintage. Okay, in Tacoma, familiar with that as well. Yeah, and uh. Which is still like my family, my partners in Tacoma. Um, opened a spot out there, and it was a, a part of that time. I almost started to focus more on Tacoma because it was just like it was it was kind of rough. You yeah. know what I mean? What was going on? Yeah. And uh, COVID and everything, and yeah. and and rent's not easy, right? It's, it's more expensive in that area. Yeah. Um, but stuck with it, stayed open during a time when a lot of people weren't. You know what I mean? Never cleared out the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious because you, you touched on some things that I think definitely stick out and I think can help those listening and viewing who may be in similar situations where um, they're probably in a position where they're working a job and it's not that they dislike their job, but it's just like they want to do more. And And I think what you kind of described was, okay, even though I'm not where I ultimately want to be, whatever time I do have, I'm going to put it towards what I want to do, mm-hmm. right? Because it seems like no matter what, you were still in it. You were sure. still developing your skill set to the point that eventually when the opportunity came, it was as if, like, I've been working for this. You know right. what I mean? Can right. you talk right. about the, like, just the importance of, I guess, maximizing your time and energy Yeah, in, in those type of situations? For sure. Um, super critical. I mean, especially when you're put, you know, your back's against the wall. Um you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep getting up every single day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people aren't coming into the store when like they're scared to come to the store, or you know, COVID. We can't even have the, the doors. It's like mm-hmm. you gotta figure out like how do we do this? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it if it's like selling hemp, what is it? Um, what was the CBD? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was like a little loophole during COVID. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you sold CBD because it's like for health and wellness, you mm-hmm. could, you, you, your store could still be open. Yeah. So like we even started doing that wow. like at the Tacoma shop to keep the doors open. That's like that pivoting right during there. during COVID. So yeah. it's like and then immediately got on the um, 
IG Live and started doing like sales on IG Live, mm -hmm. doing like planned shows every week, having mm -hmm. guests on, mm -hmm. just anything, even talking about COVID with mm -hmm. different people, mm -hmm. um, anything to get interactions, yeah. you know, and, 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 and share resources with other people yeah. is, is, I feel like, uh, super vital. Yeah. You know what I mean? However yeah. you can, however you can work with people that are around you yeah. and utilize resources um, when you're in those positions. Mm -hmm. And again, like it's just adaptability yeah. and like, I mean, remaining focused really, you know yeah. what I mean? Not, fr not freaking out, not, not allowing the, the self doubt to kick in. Cause yeah. if you, you wake up, like, I'm not going to make it. You won't. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's kind of a decision, That's you know real. what I mean? That you yeah. make like this, this has to work. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I'll be homeless. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be homeless. Yeah. So, like. That's real. Man, that's crazy because. That's a great message. Like, I feel like that's when a lot of creativeness kicks in. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like things you probably wouldn't have thought of before when everything was just going smooth or, like, the world wasn't changing. You kind of, like, you got to force yourself to get creative, you know? So, yeah. it's just dope For hearing sure. those type of stories and, like, those type of, like, I guess, audibles. You know what I mean? Um, I also wanted to ask. Um, I mean, obviously, like we got a team in here. So how yeah. how important would you say like it is to have a team and like kind of like people around you that are kind of like on the same mission as you? I think it's I think it's vital. I think it's vital and having having the right team, um, man, super important. I, yeah. I definitely wouldn't be here without without having a team mm -hmm. and having strong people around me. Yeah. Um, shout out to everybody on the team and everybody who you know work with me mm -hmm. um, to help you know, get this, get us here. Um, I have a different, few different designers that I work with. Mm -hmm. um, my guy Connor yeah. uh, is a huge asset to the shop. Last couple of years, kind of orchestrated a lot of, a lot of projects that have been really successful. Mm -hmm. um, the homie Balducci on design. Um, another guy, Andrew Ross, to name a few. I got a current in-house designer, Gabriel, that's like on the crew now. Mm. Um, that's dope. My girl Jader, um, on the shop right now yeah um, people people you know my team is kind of my current team is fairly new and then um some of the team i had have moved on to to other dope situations yeah. a lot of people that have have worked at the shop have been able to gain re relationships with other avenues and yeah. like work on other dope stuff now that's dope. Mm -hmm. doing other design projects and, yeah. and working at different companies where we all like still connected yeah. and all you know trying to find ways we can yeah. help each other still yeah. blossom the goal yeah. the goal is growth right overall absolutely right um now i want to i want to touch on vintage i want to touch on like nostalgia like this is a very some would say it's niche but i honestly feel like it's like it's not right because it's forever it's yeah. like there's it's always going to be in style because right. history is just continuously being made um but just talk about that talk about the value of like the vintage space and um, what it means to you to be in it and then like why you guys take so much pride in it. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, man, it's a, it's again, I, man, I'm so thankful that I get to do something that I love to do a hundred percent of the time that I grew up doing. That's yeah. like instilled through like my own father, my sister, mm -hmm. um, and to be able to keep those dreams alive from like an early kid really yeah. that I'm doing this. I didn't even know like, you know, when I started, like that, that vintage would be this big. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a way to definitely preserve the heritage mm -hmm. of you know, like I, I specifically like to preserve and think that I preserved like the a certain era 
um, in the shop, if you come in, it's like almost like a museum. People mm -hmm. like trip out on certain things. There's a few pieces like not for sale. You know what I mean? Like the Bismarcky doll on the wall. Mm. You see the boxes around. There's a few like just pieces that like are just timeless pieces. You yeah. know what I mean? The 87 yeah. Run DMC Adidas sweatshirt yeah. or something like that. Yep. Pieces always change, but it's like um, there's a story to, to each of those pieces. And it's like, and like, and people who were there during the time when those, you know, stories came out, um, it, it's it's exciting to 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 see people talk about and recognize but even even young people you know what i mean like then they learn and they they ask questions and, mm -hmm. and you know what i mean they get to learn about like what was before them mm -hmm. and what was going on um and then you got people i mean as far as nostalgia it's like everybody comes in oh, i wish i would have kept this i wish i would have kept that or it's like it 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 resonates a certain childhood memory, yeah. you know, that, like yeah. your dad took you to a certain game. Yeah. Or, oh, I had this jacket when we went to this game in 87. Mm -hmm. yep. We saw this first pitch and, you know what I mean? Just the stories are nonstop, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's just so cool, man, it's just so cool to see, like, ongoing. Again, it's like one mm -hmm. of the one of my favorite things about, like, like I, like, I like just being in the shop and working in the shop because I get to talk to so many people yeah. from, like, around the world, mm. you know what I mean? So, like, other countries here from from different states mm -hmm. but it's like everybody's like a lot of people really do trip you know what i mean yeah. off the shop mm -hmm. it's like it's like yeah. it's kind of like a little like museum to yeah. some it's like man where do you get all this stuff yeah you know what i mean and I, I bring that up because you know in fashion things like certain trends and styles can be fleeting you know like one you just mentioned fat farm and like you know and we thought those were forever but eventually those right, aren't right, in right. style anymore but i think in your case it's like it's always in style you know what I mean? Yeah. It's timeless. You're selling timeless pieces. So it's going to be appealing to somebody. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. So I, I, I just I, I just see a lot of value in it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, like, I guess what's the, if you could give, like, a general breakdown of, like, how the vintage game is or, like, I guess, yeah, I guess just how it is, you know? Because, like, some of us from the outside looking in, we're like, damn, you know how they get this or, like. How, you, you know, how, do, how does it keep on kind of going, you know? Yeah, the vintage, I mean, the vintage game in general, I would say the last couple of years is going crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so many people in it, so many people doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, guys, like, edit, like, at markets, there's people lined up waiting for, like, the stuff to unload out the truck. You yeah. got people lined up at thrift stores. Mm -hmm. I used to fill up carts, like, from, like, Olympia to Everett, like, at thrift stores. Now I don't even go as much because it's, like, you know, I might not leave with much. Yeah. It's like, because there's so many people involved in it. There's so many people doing it now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 18-year-olds quitting their day job to to hunt, to thrift full-time. Mm -hmm. Got guys eight hours a day at the bin. So, I mean, there's a lot of avenues yeah. to it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like there's guys who their full-time hustle is just going to the outlet bins mm -hmm. where, like, the clothing goes by weight for those that don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can buy clothing oh, okay. by weight and you're digging through a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. and you got to be there, like, all day. Yeah. In order to find something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't personally do that just because I don't have the patience for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, I got I got some guys that do it and bring me stuff. Yeah. Um, But personally, as far as like more to answer your question, um, like I, I really get stuff like everywhere and anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I work on leads. Mm -hmm. I work on like with guys who buy stores, lockers. Yeah. I've been doing it for so long. I do have a lot of resources mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, guys who just have stuff from out of state yeah. who are sending me stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's like, man, 
I'm hearing stories about kids running into barn, old barns and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. That's like the new thing they call bandos, like um, old barns. Yeah. Like looking for like denim, like mm. old denim goes okay. for like can go for thousands of dollars. You know, yeah. what I mean, very hard to find, but that's like you know. Yeah. Um. Right. Like the last couple of years, really, like T-shirts have been like the thing. Mm-hmm. Like everybody selling, buying and selling T-shirts, okay. and like the explosion of how much t-shirts go for. There was a write-up in Forbes magazine that like a shirt sold for like 7K. That's yeah. like crazy. That's right? why yeah. it's, like, it's like, I'm not selling shirts for 7K. <laughs> yeah. You know <laughs> I mean? yeah. But like that, it has happened. Yeah. Right? But most of that was like, I was like, some people say like during COVID, people were getting money that they didn't have and people were buying stuff on these online Instagram auctions Yeah. and like spending a ton of money Yeah. Um, from the, uh, what was it? The unemployment. Oh, the um, PPP loan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. People were, people <laughs> but were. But no, that, that's like, yeah. like, like the T-shirt craze kind of started when like COVID hit. Yeah, and like gotcha. a, a certain amount of people just started like going ham on the Instagram lives, and some of those people are still doing it like consistently since then, and it's like blown up. They're yeah. doing really well. Um, but I would say one of the things that like that I do is like. I work, and because I've been doing it for so long, is I, I work a lot of different categories. I'm mm-hmm. not like I don't just do t-shirts. Like yeah. I sell a lot of pants in my shop. Yeah. It's like when like certain like the the trend is like to go one way. Sometimes I'll like go another and try to look these other doors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like see what's next. It's just like yeah, not kind of follow like everything that's going along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious, man, because you know, for someone who's been doing it for as long as you've been doing it and at a high level, um. I know there's ups and downs, right? But, like, how do you stay inspired? Or, like, are there moments where you can, like, recall where you're like, okay, I had to reignite the flame here? Because I feel like, you know, you see it in music. Artists, like, maybe this album didn't hit, but they weren't inspired, but then they get inspired. Like, you see what Nas is doing right now. Like, I don't know what type of inspiration he caught, but this dude's <laughs> going crazy. But, like, for you, for you, like, um, how do you stay inspired? Or how do you reignite the flame when you feel like it's kind of dying down? And I'm just saying this for longevity purposes because I think a lot of people love what they do, but and they want to do it for a long period of time. So, I think I, I think I mean my first thought is just trying different things, just doing different things. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the last, I get a, I guess I get a little, uh, I get a little scared that like the vintage. There's so many people looking for it that it's gonna disappear. Mm. I guess that when you when I think of like what what you said, that that makes me think of that. So I was like. Let me focus on branding a little more, our own stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's work on like shop tees. Let's work mm-hmm. on like our own merch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case like vintage, we can't find it. But, yeah. but, but it's, we, we keep finding it. Yeah. It's always yeah. coming up. It's yeah. never gonna, it's never gonna not be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm just being honest. Like I've, I've thought that before. Yeah. Like, man, it's just gonna run out. Like yeah. everybody's getting it. Like every, like corporate companies are trying to get in on the business. Opening mm. up chain shops that sell vintage, mm. you know what I mean. You mm. got like Urban Outfitters, PacSun, trying to have vintage racks in the shop. Mm. It's like that gets a little like, damn, what's going on? Yeah, you know mm. what I mean. Yeah, um, right. but it's just like, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's just how do we reinvent ourselves? I mm. guess when you think about like, that's real. You know what? What? What's, what are we going to do next? You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess if you're not, if like when like thinking about not being inspired or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm always, I'm inspired by everything. You know what I mean? I feel like it's always, it's just continuous. Yeah. Like whether it's like a negative, being inspired by negative things or positive things. Yeah, that's real. Um, something that's always like helped me is that like I've, I've been able to turn 
a lot of like situations that weren't so great and 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 looked at like how I could like turn that into a positive mm-hmm. um and it and it you know ultimately has has worked yeah that that way for me I think uh the the reinvention part is real you know I was just talking to the homies about this how I like to like study rappers who have longevity mm. and I look at their like uh, discography like their catalog and I'm like okay. damn every album feels like a different era of them same person but just a different era but they're like consciously trying to reinvent themselves with like whether it's a new sound new message you know what i mean so i think we can mimic that in our own lives that's dope yeah that's dope that's good this is not easy to be it's not easy to sustain longevity in anything really for sure for sure yeah man um Well, well, well. I'm, I'm, I'm. What the hell, man? Yeah, I was gonna ask a question. That you blanked out. Yeah, I blanked out. All right, well, let me pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Nah, man. You know, I think honestly, you know, you seem like the type that's very much about the work. You know, um, but I'm curious about like in your space, how how important is collaboration? Because, you know, you you have your brand, but there's other there's other brands, there's other you know clothing companies that I'm sure you guys can learn from each other and, and build with each other. Is that something that you would encourage other clothing owners to absolutely do? absolutely absolutely we we i've done more collabs this last year than ever before too mm-hmm. and have more like coming right now mm-hmm. um it's a great way to share resources and customer base yeah you know what i mean like you know hopefully both both sides is benefiting like from my customers and we're benefiting from their customers yeah you know what i mean it's just it's just increased uh eyes on on each brand you mm. know what i mean and brand awareness um i think is key and one of the reasons why we should be doing collaborations yeah. you know what i mean and bringing up and bringing up the city as a whole you yeah know what I mean? and talk about up, that and, and bringing up the city as a whole um one one thing one thing i don't know if, if you're aware of but i I'm, I'm one of the founders of uh second saturdays on the block it's a uh, okay like a monthly marketplace put yeah. on by local artists for a local artist. Yeah. Um, this was just finished the last year of that. I mean, the second season we did it. We only did it two years. So mm-hmm. this year it goes May to October, mostly like a summer series. Okay. Um, but that's a place where like we shut down the block. The whole block has vendors, local artists, marketplace, a full mm. day of performances. Okay. Um, so when you thought of, when you mentioned collaboration, this yeah. is that kind of, spark the thought um it's definitely a place like for other people for the a platform for like new up-and-coming brands yeah. other other vendors who like specifically might not have spaces yep. to do that um also you know musicians yeah um and and the money made from that actually goes to the the artist and uh stabilize, stabilizing spaces on on the block where it's mm. at like there's an art space where like yeah. you can go and um we don't have like art tools. We can go and use the tools that are there, mm-hmm. and, oh, and part of the you know what I mean. The money made from the on the block goes yeah. specifically to these spaces. Okay, on the block. Um, so I think um, another example of working together and collaborating. You yeah. know what I mean with the city to yeah. bring all of us up, and then like another part of that is also like bringing more more people to the existing businesses in yeah. the neighborhood that we're doing these projects in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To keep, to keep the money like right here. Yeah. You yeah. I mean? that's, that's, I think that's super important. And I think it's like, 
like you said earlier in the in the show, being resourceful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Working with each other, you know, and and then kind of putting putting he- putting your heads together, and and it's it's all gonna pour back in. You know, it and will. It will. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, sure. I also wanted to ask you. I know you probably ran through like thousands of pieces, but what were some of the ones for you that it it was kind of like damn, like it took you back to like certain moments in your life? Man. Uh, excuse me. There's a there's a lot, man. Um, it all it, for me. I, I it's like a specific era, like yeah. eighty seven and eighty eight. It's like kind of my favorite like time yeah. within like fashion and mm-hmm. and hip hop music, like mm-hmm. the golden era of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of pieces from that time frame is really like my favorite stuff. Yeah. Um, like troop troop line. This line called troop. LL Cool J was wearing it like he was like the sponsor of it when it came out but like the shoes when they came out like they were a little too much like I couldn't get them when I was young and like I never had a pair when I was young but I always wanted them yeah um and now like seeing these jackets like when the jack now I'm seeing these jackets or when they come up it's it's hard to come up, come across one but like mm-hmm. you know those those pieces are like super dope mm-hmm. and like just, just bring me back to childhood. Yeah. You know what I mean, or like even certain like rap T-shirts. You know what I mean. I got a, I got a, I don't stop rapping. Too short T-shirt hung up in the shop, like not for sale. Yeah, it was like from like Too Short's first album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like I living in the Bay and being there and hearing about like Too Short selling tapes in the park before. You know what I mean. Yeah. It's just like all that like because I was there and remember it is like definitely holds like a special place in my heart. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. 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 Um, that's the type of stuff that, you know what I mean? I think about, you know what I mean? I used to, I used to, and then I went, I went through a time I was collecting polo and, uh, had just dope, you know, polo pieces. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like the, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a specific polo piece that like, um, Raekwon wore like on a Wu-Tang cover, this polo snow beach jacket, that was a piece that I had. I had held on to for quite a while. And I, I rocked it a couple of few times, yeah, and yeah. I ended up selling it. No, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's such a real thing, though, because like I remember, um, I remember Lil Wayne's Carter Two album cover. He was rocking these uh, suede all black for Air Force Ones, and I like I literally worked my ass off to try to find them. Mm. Ended up finding <laughs> them. Ended up copping them. Like so, I know. I just so, think there's something about that, you know, like for sure. You just want that, and you get it, and you're like, all right, I got it. For sure, you know, yeah, man, that's dope. Because I, I like what you said earlier about like it having a museum aspect. Because I feel like sometimes you could walk into a store and just look at everything, even if you don't like buy anything. You're just like, damn, that was crazy when you walk out, you know. So, nah, and yeah, I just wanted to know, like, from your perspective, what was like some of the main pieces that? Yeah, there's probably. Yeah. I mean, there's probably more. Um, but yeah, those those are just what came up. Oh, yeah, I, I think. I feel like I feel like a lot of like what we've been discussing is obviously like hip hop, culture, fashion, right? Um yeah. and then like before the show we were we were talking a little bit how um you, you got a surprise visit <laughs> from uh from Drizzy Drake uh recently who came to the store. But like um I'm sure there's been others who came through the store to show love, but like what is that like when people come through and show love um that you probably weren't expecting to know you guys were on the block? Yeah, yeah, it all it always feels good, and again, it's just like meeting meeting so many people is always is always beautiful, mm-hmm. man. To be able yeah. to talk to people from all walks of life and experience, you know, um, 
close up, yeah. just like a regular conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and thankfully sometimes it is people who are doing like amazing things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And being able to talk to them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it is really dope. Um, yeah, man. Um, a lot of people have came through. Um, probably people who were like celebrities i didn't even know it yeah. you know what i mean yeah. there's like so many because the venues are over there yeah. a lot of a lot of people stop in um yeah there's been a lot a lot of different people um but yeah the drake situation was dope that yeah. was you know recently yeah um came through super humble copped a bunch of stuff yeah um i just th- i just think it's good to have like kind of um kind of whole space for moments like that even for the city you know like sometimes people want to come through and like um really tap in you know tapping with the city tapping with the culture and like you know for you to for you guys to have a space for that whether it be fashion or culture i think it's important for every it, city it, it, it really is it really is and there's people even from the neighborhood you know what i mean like mm-hmm. from around who just know that they can come in and chop it up hang yep. out for a while and yeah and that, and that you know what i mean it's important that we have a safe space for people, yeah. you know what I mean, to come in. Definitely. And Definitely. Definitely. Um, man, Rio, you've been dropping a lot of gems, bro, and um, you seem like you seem like the type that's, like, really about, about his business and, and, and kind of just, you know, moving and grooving. But um, I'm curious about, for something, like, again, the term longevity has been coming up a lot, and I don't think that's something to kind of, like, just kind of brush off. I think that that is something to celebrate and really, um, you know, wear pridefully. But um, for you... If you can just kind of look back, right? Let's let's go back to when you took over Throwbacks Northwest, or even maybe before that. Like, if you can talk to your younger self and and tell them something, like, what would you say to that guy? What would you say to him, um, knowing all that you know now? But like at that time, if you could say something, what would you tell that guy? That's a, that's a great question. Um, I gotta think about that for a second. I would say I would say I would say be persistent. I would say be persistent, be consistent, mm. um, write out a plan, get a plan going from from as soon as you can. You know what I mean? Um, for those, I mean, for anybody coming up, I would say like if you're into something, whether it's a brand, whether it's something else, study study that, study what you're into, like as much as possible. I would t- I would tell myself to study as much as possible what I was into and study those who are successful, because those who are successful leave clues um, for us to utilize. Mm. You know what I mean? I, and that's something that I didn't learn as much as I probably could have at a younger age yeah. until maybe like seven five to seven years ago yeah. you know what i mean i started yeah. learning like about eliminating self-doubt like like you know um blame mm-hmm. I, w- I would tell my younger self to not blame my parents for not doing this or somebody you know what i mean because mm-hmm. a lot of us a lot of us will come up with our own obstacles and when I found out that my only competition was myself, mm. that's when I started to excel mm-hmm. and started to hit corners a little more easier. Yep. I was like, okay, yep. this is how this this is. I'm starting to get some traction. You know what I mean? That's good. Like 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 let's. What can we do now? Okay, mm-hmm. we got this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, it's always like 
it took it took you know what I mean it took it took me it took me a minute it was a, a little long a long you know journey to figure yeah. that out you know what I mean yeah um you don't have to go through that journey but some of us do mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I would say like and listen more too yeah like yeah like, yeah. like yeah. a lot of young people sometimes don't want to listen they want to mm-hmm. talk you know what I mean mm-hmm. um lot you can learn from just listening mm. anybody probably in this room here mm-hmm. got something of of that's valid that 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 has knowledge you yeah. know what i mean every single person here in the mm-hmm. room I'm, I'm i'm almost positive yeah. i mean i'm yeah. i am positive yeah. you know what yeah. i mean yeah like everybody got game that's know real. that the game can come from anywhere Facts. yeah you know what i'm saying that's another thing i would say like sometimes we think like just by looking at someone's instagram that person has game mm. and you look at another person's instagram and they don't got like the same followers, but you, you really don't know their story. You really yep. don't know what they started. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's just like be aware, the level of awareness, and uh, know that like the wisdom can come from anywhere, mm. in yeah. any place, at any time. That's a gem. Yeah, you're That's right about gem. that, man. Because uh, like I see, I see like a lot of people that like let age be a barrier like they won't listen to people that's younger or like right, whatever right, right. and then it's like man you can get the game from people that's they're like in it right now you know for so sure, it's like for sure so I, I like that you brought that up bro yeah, like I, and I, I learned a lot from young people yeah, my, my son's 19 you know what i mean mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning from him yeah you know what yeah I mean? it's generational man we got to connect the generations yeah for real man and, and pass the knowledge back and forth you know what i mean absolutely that's real that's that's good stuff bro thank you man. those are some gems right there yeah um, yeah, real. So I, I just want to ask this question because I always ask every guest this question because I think it's important and I think we all are excited about what's ahead. Um, but for you in particular, um, when you just think about the future and it doesn't even have to be super specific, but what excites you for the future? Like for you? Uh, other, other locations, um, bigger collaborations, um, working with some other brands, mm-hmm. having some new accounts in the shop with some bigger brands. Um, those type of things, giving giving platforms for people to do dope shit, mm-hmm. really. Um, in the last couple years, it's like that has been something that's really rewarding is, mm-hmm. is putting other people on and, and, and giving space to give uh, opportunities for others to mm-hmm. do their thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm working on like passing, you know, hopefully I can pass on the torch to my son and carry on this legacy and, and have it have it live on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I'm looking forward to that, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been working consistently. We've done like a bunch of collaborations this last year. Mm-hmm. Um, got more lined up, dropping here soon. Okay. Um, yeah, Black Friday, we'll have a drop with Alive and Well. Um, that's one we've been working on for quite a while. Okay. And I'd always wanted to work with those guys from yeah. like mm-hmm. way back when they had goods. I don't know if you're familiar, but mm-hmm. it's one of the longest running streetwear shops. Um, so it's like it's dope to like be able to work with like people and shops that like you've been fans of for yeah. like forever. You yeah, know what I mean? and full so circle like, moments, kind of like yeah, exactly, full full circle moments. That's dope. Um, got got something with mediums coming up. I know you had them on here one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out our boys, man. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Roger and Caesar, man. Yeah, Good people. So. Um, yeah, man. It's nothing but up. I feel like so um, future's on the up and up. That's what it, that's what he's saying. Yeah, up, up and up. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Um, also, where can people find Throwbacks Northwest, like online, um, pretty much your online presence if they want to tap in, like to the, also the store and everything like yep, that? Yep, yep, yep. For those who don't know, uh, we're in the heart of Capitol Hill, uh, 11th and East Pike Street. Um, 
throwbacksnw on Instagram. The website's throwbacksnw.com. Um, we're on Twitter, TikTok, all that. Uh, just throwbacksnw. Um, yeah. Before right. before before I go, I did I did bring you guys actually a little gift. Okay. Um, oh wow! Look at you, surprised man. Look at you. He's I got big. <laughs> Yo, I love when people bring gifts, man. man ain't too real. many of them. There ain't too many. Y'all, y'all, we y'all listening? Y'all come up here. Make sure you so bring some. This 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 actually not. We haven't even dropped this. It's just like a Seahawks inspired team. Um, I just got these today. Oh, that's hard. Wow. I was like, let me just bless these guys. You know that's what I mean? Hard. Wow. But I got a. Uh, I got a large and an XL. Okay. If if those sizes don't work, I can I could get you the right I'm, size. XL is actually my size. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Okay. I'll make that the large work. Man, okay. we appreciate this, this that. The XL. We appreciate that, yep, bro. Yep. Thank you. Man, bro. Man, it's the least I could do. No, I appreciate I appreciate yeah, tattoo like take the time, you know what I mean? And show love. I gotta show love back, man. And then this was uh one of your designers that you mentioned? Yeah, this one was Andrew Ross. He's been doing a lot of dope stuff for a while. Like we had some very successful pieces. Um, that we're going crazy. He's yeah. done. He's done a good amount of those. Yeah, like the Sue Bird uh, T-shirt we did. Um, oh, I saw that one. The J Rod shirts. He did those. Yeah, my guy uh, Andrew Ross Fuji Market is his brand. He's in uh, SF now. That's hard, man. We appreciate that. Oh man, appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all, well, y'all definitely doing your thing too, man. man. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, man. Um, so we always ask every guest this question before we wrap things up. Okay. So if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up and why? Uh, that'd be love. Mm. Um, Sir. I do it. I do it for the love. That you know. That that's what it is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, Love what I do. Love, 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 love the people, the people that I get to meet. Um, and essentially, that's I feel like that's all we're here for. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is love. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. Without that, I'm not. I'm not sure what what it would be. Mm. That's real. It's real, man. No, nah, that's real. That's I love that one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you, man. That's a good one, man. Nah, Rio, man. We appreciate you for for. For doing the work you're doing, man. It's Thank important. You, man. It's important work. Um, you know, my my thing is like I feel like everybody has a contribution to make, and I feel like you're making yours. Um, we're obviously making ours, and um, for those listening and watching, make sure you make yours. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. We wish you much success moving forward. Super excited for what's to come. Thank you, man. Um, I'm excited, and you got support with us here at the Up and Up always, man. Always, Appreciate man. that so much. Always, yeah, it was a pleasure, bro. pleasure chopping up with you guys, Definitely, man. man. I love yeah. what you guys are doing too. Man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Bro. Thank you. And with that Thank being said, I think it's safe to say Rio Stolas and Throwbacks Northwest are officially members of the Up and Up. Yeah. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Thank man. you, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you, Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the up and up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire up and up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the up and up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the up and up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the up and up.